Maybe the White Sox were really starting to turn a corner and then flopped in Detroit. Or maybe the Tigers are actually a pretty good AL Central team and the Sox showed their true colors. It was a bad game for the White Sox on Thursday on every level. Uh, We'll see what happens these next three games. Lance Lynn will need to play immediate stopper, and the offense will need to figure out a lefty with an ERA over seven. Sox and Tigers continue on Friday. You are locked on White Sox, your daily Chicago White Sox podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, Sox fans, welcome back to Locked On White Sox. Thank you for making Locked On White Sox your first listen each and every day. We're free and available on all platforms. Follow us on Twitter at Locked On Sox. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Just search Locked on White Sox. Uh, This episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash locked on MLB. Hey, I'm your host, Nick Murawski, a lifelong diehard Chicago White Sox fan recording this podcast just blocks from the ballpark in beautiful Bridgeport. Uh, You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTV. Lockdown White Sox is part of the Lockdown Podcast Network, your team every day. Our Chicago White Sox take on the Detroit Tigers once again on Friday. Lance Lynn is on the hill. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search White Sox. Okay, uh, Thursday was a very bad game. Uh, Sox dropped to 21 and 31 on the season. Uh, Sox lost to the Tigers 7 to 2. Sox are now 7 and 3 during this 13 game stretch against the AL Central. Uh, We'll get to uh, all the details uh, later in this episode. Uh, Offense, pitching, uh, Lucas Giolito, he had it at the beginning and then he lost it. Uh, He flirted with disaster for a little while, then uh, things crumbled in the fourth inning. Lost control and paid for it. Uh, Gio did not get out of the fourth inning. Sox pitching issued 11 walks. Uh, the two things that were going the White Sox way, starting pitching and bullpen, uh, they fell apart on Thursday, and White Sox offense was uh, rendered ineffective by Tigers pitching and really their own demise, striking out 13 times and walking zero times. So everybody wondering, were the Sox really turning a corner after Wednesday's series win against Cleveland? Were the White Sox back? And was Thursday, uh, was that just a flop in Detroit, a a blip, a speed bump? Will they get right back on track on Friday? Well, uh, here's what players said prior to Thursday's game. Uh, This was compliments of the athletic uh, James Fegan. 
we know that we can win this division, said Michael Kopech, putting an eye towards, of course, the four-game series at, at second place Detroit. A couple of years ago, we did it. Uh, last year, we didn't live up to our potential, to say the least. We know the kind of team we are. And with this stretch we are about to finish off, I think we can put ourselves in a good position. If only Michael Kopech could pitch every game. Uh, definitely different vibes, uh, better vibes, said first baseman Andrew Vaughn, who has done very little as of late. Uh, clubhouse was strong. Uh, we're always talking like we're going to get out of this. Again, I, I don't think that's been a problem uh, for the White Sox this season, at, at least what we read, you know, uh, the, the atmosphere seems to be positive. Uh, every player talks about how it's just a matter of time. Things are going to start clicking. We know the talent we have. Pedro Grafol has talked about it, too, uh, that things will get better eventually. Uh, this is what uh, Tim Anderson said. Uh, we've been mixing in a lot more wins than L's, so I think that's a positive. Uh, it's just up to us to keep the energy going. Uh, yeah, that's important. Got to keep the energy going. Got to keep the positivity. T.A., a big positivity guy. Remember, uh, maybe in spring training, I think it was uh, several uh, months back, uh, seemed like he had a bit of a problem with Chuck Garfine or maybe with fans in general. And he mentioned it to Chuck Garfine about all this negativity last year and uh, how there needs to be more positivity this year. Well, there wasn't a lot to get positive about uh, last season, Tim A, T.A., and uh, right now, uh, I got to tell you, um, I just can't get a read on this White Sox team, uh, but they are in the AL Central, so uh, there has been more W's than L's as of late. Uh, right now, scoreboard watching and standings and all that stuff is a waste of time, Pedro Grafol said. Uh, before Wednesday's victory, before they wrapped up that series in Cleveland. My focus now is getting us to play good defense, finding a way to continue to pitch the way we're pitching and continuing to prove with runners in scoring position, with two strikes, moving runners over and playing team baseball, uh, just improving every day. Uh, great stuff. Uh, Griffol, you know, he uh, he will say the right things usually. And uh, I, I do like his focus on, you know, one day at a time. Uh, I think there absolutely has to be some continued focus on being more selective at the plate. Uh, you know, taking some walks, being patient and, and having a better idea of what you're about to go up against uh, in terms of opposition. Uh, this is what Michael Kopech had to say, uh, again, that that outing on Wednesday, after what we saw what Giolito did. Uh, and, then, and then you saw what Detroit starter did, though, and he put up some historic stuff. Uh, again, good pitching beats good hitting or just average pitch uh, hitting for sure. Uh, this was Kopech's comment. To have a manager that believes in what we believe in as a team, that believes in us the way that we believe in ourselves, it goes a long way. And obviously there's something to be said for that. Um, it, it does seem like the, the team has rallied around Pedro Griffol, uh, and and we get, at least I get, a sense that there is you know clubhouse chemistry. I think th this group is staying together 
And I think there's a lot of just shaking heads. If we don't really know uh, what's been going on, why we started off the way we started off. I mean, the numbers, you know, can point us in all different kinds of directions individually and as a team. Uh, but things have been going better as of late. Is it because they've been stuck playing the AL Central uh, or have they really figured th some things out mechanically uh, and approach wise? Uh, the art of mindfulness, no matter where you are working, what life uh, has thrown you uh, professionally, personally, you cannot uh, remove yourself from the term mindfulness. It's everywhere. Uh, this day and age, just staying focused, staying in the moment, not dwelling uh, on what has been uh, accomplished, but what might lie ahead, but uh, by and how you're going to tackle that that day, how you're going to set yourself up for success in the moment, uh, that task at hand. Uh, White Sox, you know, uh, they got to live in the moment on Friday, but uh, then they have to live in the moment Saturday and Sunday. They really need all three of these remaining games in Detroit, uh, in my mind. Um, you know, again, I think you you come out of this 13-game stretch, you come out of it 10-3, and three, that's that's not bad at all. Uh, and to, to uh, you know, punch maybe Detroit in the face, uh, rough them up this weekend, you know, they're the second-place team, uh, you know, they can hit. You know, you throw them some mistakes, they can hit. But when you can't throw the ball in the zone, you know, a team that's traditionally not too patient, uh, you, you just have to have your bat on your shoulder. Uh, and some of those uh, non-competitive pitches, bullpen and starting pitching on Thursday, I mean, come on, you know, Detroit took their walks. Uh, they should have done that. Uh, that needs to absolutely change. Hopefully Thursday uh, was just a blip uh, for, you know, starting pitching and bullpen. Uh, but offense, a little concerned about that. Maybe more more than just a little. Uh, I, I'm, I'm very concerned uh, because it hasn't just been going consistently at all. I mean, we've been getting some things in a few innings here and there. The power hasn't really been there consistently. Yeah, you got a home run from Gavin Sheets, which was great. But, um, you know, I just haven't seen – I just haven't seen the string of at bats, you know, putting pressure uh, on the opposition, uh, making it difficult, grinding some things out, a lot of going down quietly, one, two, three innings uh, by our offense. And, you know, when you get out of this central stretch and when you get out of the month of May, man, I, I you know, I feel bad for what's going to happen uh, in June and July. Uh, there were some updated MLB grades uh, here as Memorial Day approaches, courtesy of the Athletic and the Chicago White Sox received a D minus. Uh, the write-up was by James Fegan. It was great. Uh, chances are this team is closer to okay than awful, uh, but a miserable April in all facets of the game for a franchise uh, perfectly in the middle of their contention window has put the White Sox in a far greater hole than any, any element of the offseason uh, ever could. I don't know why I don't feel like giving a harsher grade to a stretch that included a brutal 10-game losing streak uh, that everyone will be referencing for the rest of the year. I just think I have zero Fs left to give. A very clever from James, if you read his uh, uh, preseason write-up in The Athletic. Um, so what are the White Sox doing uh, that makes you feel confident beyond the AL Central? 
Um, you know, I, I don't know. If, for me, it was pitching and bullpen, and that could still happen. We got three games left uh, in this series in Detroit. And, uh, you know, maybe, you know, flush Thursday, as Pedro Grafol likes to say, and, and hopefully the Sox can get right back into it. But, you know, I, that to me is a biggie. Pitching is huge. If you don't have any pitching, again, you're going to see, you're going to have a situation like the Sox had where you just dig yourself a huge hole. Uh, the offense, you know, hasn't been much to speak of. A lot of quiet bats all of a sudden. You're getting some production out of guys like Romy Gonzalez or Berger or Sheets that these weren't the guys. These weren't the guys we were supposed to be getting all this production from. Uh, hopefully, Aloy Jimenez comes back soon, uh, but can he stay with the team? Can he stay healthy? And what are you going to get from him? But where are you, Tim Anderson? Need you back, Yohan Mankata. You know, Luis Robert, we still have a, a few more days left in May. We need that hot month of May, Luis Robert, to continue here. Uh, and Andrew Vaughn, I mean, God, you have got to figure it out. There are so many players on this team where you're just saying, I expected more. Andrew Benatendi, where's your power at? You know, um, I like the doubles. I like you getting on base. Not a bad average at all. But where's your power? Uh, because, you know, this team... Uh, that's what they were built for, especially at Sox Park. They should be bashing home runs uh, out of that ballpark. So uh, what are they doing right? Uh, pitching and bullpen as of late. Uh, I think Thursday was just, uh, I hope, uh, just a setback, a minor setback. But the offense, concerned. I'm definitely concerned about the offense. White Sox pitching, they took the day off on Thursday. And again, offense did very little to bail them out. More on that. Uh, in a moment. Been telling you about these uh, bird dog pants and shorts. I've been wearing the shorts absolutely everywhere. It's a little chillier uh, in the Chicago area uh, on Thursday. It's supposed to warm up. And of course, we've got a summer ahead of us. Uh, and hopefully we get those uh, summer like temps, 80, 90. You're going to want some bird dog shorts. Uh, they feel great. Uh, extremely comfortable, stretchy fabric, makes your legs look great, comfier than any other shorts I own, uh, versatile. Hey, you can go on the golf course, uh, cut the grass, run some errands, uh, go to a Sox game, go to a barbecue, go see family, do whatever you want to do with your life. Uh, this short, They will make you do it and feel comfortable in them. Uh, Bird Dog Shorts, go to their website, birddogs.com slash MLB. And when you enter promo code LOCKEDONMLB, uh, they'll throw in a free custom Bird Dogs Yeti-style tumbler uh, with every order. The White Sox face off against the Detroit Tigers. Game two of the series on Friday. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with Sirius XM on the SXM app. Search White Sox. Sox fell to the Tigers 7-2 on Thursday. Tigers had a good one on the mound. Uh, Fajardo, uh, he was, uh, you know, some historic stuff at the end of the day. Uh, and the Detroit Tigers have a rich pitching history. But Fajardo, uh, right off the bat, a T.A. struck out. Infield pop-out from Ben Attendee. Luis Robert Jr. was back in the lineup. That was a good thing. That was a positive thing. Didn't miss too much from that hip issue. He lined out to shortstop. Quick inning for the White Sox. Bottom of first. Giolito on the hill. Got the leadoff hitter to sit down on an 0-2 slider. At the beginning, Giolito was very sharp. Uh, 
That 0-2 slider was buried in the dirt. Perfect 0-2 pitch. Uh, Baez struck out on a Geo fastball. Uh, Geo sitting kind of mid-90s, 94, 95, 93. Uh, first pitch strikes were key for Geo early on. Changeup was working as well. 80 miles per hour. Uh, he had a full count to green. Walked him after trying a fastball that missed low. Went full count to Torkelson. Struck him out on that good changeup. 20 pitches. Uh, changeup fluttering. Looked great. Top of second for our sacks, nothing. Six up, six down for the sacks. That has been a theme, unfortunately, over the last few games. Uh, bottom second, uh, Geo had that changeup going uh, right away. Uh, but Veerling, he went down and he got it. Leadoff single uh, over a jumping TA. Uh, speaking of Tim Anderson, he tried to tag Veerling on a ground ball uh, and then to throw out Badu, but was not able to do either of them. Uh, Detroit was in business with the first two on. It was a jam for Giolito. Uh, he had Cabrera 0-2. He got uh, a slider. Uh, he had a slider to Romy Gonzalez, who started the double play. It was a tough ball to pick. Nice play by Gonzalez. Uh, a big double play. And then Haas. Uh, Gio walked him. So you got runners and the corners with two outs. Uh, Gio got a ground out to end the threat. Nice work uh, getting around that. Uh, early Detroit traffic. Uh, top of third. Here we go. White Sox. Uh, Berger. Good to see him get going. A uh, base hit with two strikes to lead things off. Uh, Romy, uh, a rough at bat. Not productive at all. He had no chance on the slider. Fajardo, uh, a very good slider. And that was going all outing long. Uh, Sebi struggled as well. What new? And then was frozen on a fastball. Two quick outs. Uh, Jake Berger, folks, stole second base. This was huge because Tim Anderson flipped a slider to right field. Berger scored, and T.A. went to second. Uh, 1-0 White Sox early on. What a sequence. Uh, perfect for when you can't hit a home run. You send Jake Berger to steal a bag. Uh, bottom of third, uh, McKinstry got on and stole second. So Detroit trying to uh, steal from the White Sox playbook. Uh, Geo into another jam. He walked green. Uh, pitches were flying out of the zone, and pitch count was climbing at 50 already. A fourth walk issued by Geo. Torkelson reached on a pitcher violation, trying to pitch before the hitter was set. Uh, Geo was warned about it, uh, and then he was dinged for the violation. Bases now loaded. Uh, Geo lost control. Uh, got to bow the neck. Got to figure it out. Uh, Tigers were running on an infield line drive and they were doubled up. Very bizarre, but thank you. Uh, Giolito and the White Sox out of it. After three, Gio uh, had given up two hits, five walks, three strikeouts, zero runs, uh, 58 pitches. Uh, top of four, nothing doing for the White Sox. Andrew Vaughn hit one. Uh, I thought it was going to be in the hole, but shortstop handled it pretty well, had some range. And threw out Andrew Vaughn. I thought Vaughn was going to make it easily. Andrew Vaughn is slow, but I think you already uh, knew that. He also has not been hitting the baseball at all. Uh, bottom of fourth, this is when things uh, really crumbled here. Leadoff home run for Badu. Slider by Giolito that hung in the middle of the zone. Uh, tie ball game. Trouble brewing. Detroit ended up getting uh, guys on third and second. Nobody out. Uh, Geo got a 6-3 ground out, so one away, another walk, and the tiger, Tigers had the bases loaded. Geo with 74 pitches on the arm at this point. 
Uh, Baez, oh, Javi Baez, base hit up the middle, two runs scored, 3-1 Detroit. Uh, bullpen for the White Sox up and going at this point. Runners and the corners, one out, a strikeout. Then Torkelson hit a laser to left center. Middle, middle, fastball, 4-1 Detroit. Uh, Gio was not able to get out of the fourth. Santos finished things up. Top of five. Uh, Gavin Sheets led off the inning with a home run, just barely got out in the right field corner. Cut the lead in half, 4-2 Detroit. Uh, then Berger. Romy and Zavala struck out. Uh, Fiedo's slider just uh, seemed to set up the fastball. It, you know, the slider was almost unhittable for our White Sox. Uh, so the Sox with two strikes, it looked like they were waiting for that uh, Fiedo slider. And then he would just freeze him with the fastball. Uh, bottom five, Santos still in. He took care of business. Sox nothing in the sixth. Bottom of the six, you got Garrett Crochet now. Uh, there was a hit by pitch, then a base hit by Green. Uh, another Detroit run comes across, 5-2. Uh, Garrett couldn't quite get into a groove, walked a couple batters to load up the bases, uh, but got out of it before any further damage was done uh, for the White Sox in the top of the seven. Uh, seventh, one, two, three inning. That was the way it was going. Uh, bottom seven, uh, Crochet still in, leadoff walk, uh, threw away a pickoff attempt, uh, walked another guy, and that was it for Pedro Grafol. He had seen enough, uh, brought Aaron Bummer in to take over. I mean, it was that kind of night for White Sox pitching. Uh, top of eight, still nothing happening for the White Sox. Sebi Zavala is very tough to watch at the plate these days. Uh, he doesn't seem to have a plan, uh, batting well below 200. Um, I was kind of, I, I, earlier in the season, I was saying to some so, some friends of mine, like, hey, this guy's got some pop in his bat. He, he can play some defense, and I kind of am confident with the bat. Boy, those days feel like forever ago. Uh, bottom eight, Aaron Bummer could not stop the bleeding. He allowed two more runs to score, seven to Detroit. And in the top of the ninth, the White Sox go quietly into that night. Uh, Giolito's final line, three and two-thirds, six hits, four earned runs, seven walks, one home run, his ERA just under uh, four, 3.98. Uh, Sacks bullpen, uh, four and a third, uh, four hits, three earned runs, four walks, six strikeouts, 11 walks issued by White Sox pitching. Uh, Sox offense, pretty ugly. Two runs, four hits, 13 strikeouts, zero walks, uh, one extra base hit, and that was the Sheets home run. Uh, so Tigers starter Alex Fiedo is the third Tigers pitcher in franchise history with 10K, zero walk, and three or fewer hits. Unbelievable. So Sox had a little bit of history with Michael Kopech on Wednesday, and then we see uh, Detroit have some history of their own. Uh, we allow them to have some history, I guess I should say. Uh, it's three more in Motown. Lance Lynn looks to tame the Tigers on Friday on Apple TV. Uh, more on that in a moment. Today's episode is brought to you by Rocket Money. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps you lower your bills all in one place. Over 80% of people have subscriptions they forgot about, and chances are you're one of them. Like that Stars app, just to watch one show or that free gaming trial you never actually used. 
Rocket Money will quickly and easily find your subscriptions for you. And for any you don't want to pay for, just hit cancel and Rocket Money will cancel it for you. It's that easy. Rocket Money also helps you manage your finances all in one place and automatically categorizes your expenses so you can easily track your budget in real time. And also, gets a, you get alerted if anything looks off. Over 3 million people have used Rocket Money, saving the average person up to $720 a year. Stop throwing your money away. Cancel unwanted subscriptions and manage your expenses the easy way by going to rocketmoney.com slash MLB. That's rocketmoney.com slash MLB. Uh, Friday and the weekend, Sox in Detroit, uh, Lance Lynn on Friday. Uh, Sox have not announced a starter on Saturday. I just might assume it's going to be that Jimmy Lambert for one and then Schultons, Jesse Schultons for uh, four or five. We'll see. And then on Sunday, Dylan sees. Uh, Lance Lynn has a 7-3 and three record with an ERA of 3.39 and 70 strikeouts in 11 appearances against the Tigers in his career. Uh, Lynn faced the Tigers twice in 2022. Uh, The one time he pitched in Detroit, uh, it was mid-June, went four-plus innings, gave up 10 hits, three runs, uh, zero walks, which is good. We need that. Uh, Four strikeouts. Uh, This season, Lance Lynn has a record of uh, three and five with an ERA of 6.28 and 67 strikeouts in 10 appearances. Uh, Lynn's last start was on Sunday against the Royals. Six innings, four hits, two earned runs, a couple of walks, and six strikeouts. Uh, I think the Sox need to take all three. Uh, I, you know, if they split, or I can't even imagine if they lose this series, uh, that's going to be really difficult to swallow. Um, I ha- I was starting to get some confidence with this White Sox team uh, when when they uh, you know took the series from Cleveland. Uh, three series in a row, just by seeing what the pitching has been doing, starting pitching and bullpen. Uh, I was hoping, you know, the offense would, you know, come around. But when your pitching is going that well, uh, it, it might mask some deficiencies offensively because you don't have to score much uh, when your pitching is on point. Uh, when the pitching kind of falls apart like it did on Thursday, uh, it really shines a light on how poor the offense can be. Uh, Just not patient at the plate, don't have a plan, you know, don't take walks, strike out a ton, uh, and just, you know, can't get on base. And if you score by way of home run, really, they manufacture to run very early, but still, that's not the White Sox way. It's not supposed to be the White Sox way. So uh, hopefully a bounce back uh, on Friday and then some solid, uh, good baseball this weekend. And you know, good things uh, to end this AL Central stretch. Thank you, folks, so very much for making this podcast part of your daily routine. You can find the Lockdown White Sox podcast absolutely everywhere uh, you find your podcasts. We're on Twitter at Lockdown Sox. You can find me on Twitter at Nick underscore GGTB. Hey, don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel and get any questions in for uh, a future mailbag episode at LockdownSox at Gmail. Sox take on the Tigers on Friday in Detroit. Catch every pitch of the White Sox hometown broadcast with SiriusXM and the SXM app. Search White Sox. Hey, thanks for making Lockdown White Sox your first listen every day. Hey, everydayers, you know who you are. On the next episode, I will recap the weekend that was for our White Sox against 
the Detroit Tigers. Appreciate you making time for the Locked On White Sox podcast. I'm Nick Murawski. Until next time, go Sox.